before this week's episode, we just want to talk about all the wonderful ways you can support the South Congress podcast via Patreon. At $1 a month, you get access to our post-show content tier. Patrons at this tier get to hear additional audio from all of our South Congress, Goose Down, and Special Edition pods. At $5 a month, you get to be part of our Watch Party tier. Whenever we do a movie watch-along or a Goosebumps watch-along, you'll be given access to the video. And at $10 a month, you'll get to be part of our merch giveaway tier, where every month we'll give any patron at that tier something from one of our online stores, whether it be TeePublic, Redbubble, or Teespring, to show our appreciation for their support. Thank you guys for supporting the show. The South Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the South Congress Podcast, episode 69. My name is Cameron. I'm Peanut. Why would you immediately start laughing at the number 69? Like, you're a a grown man. You just immediately started laughing. So, why does Gronk get away with it and I can't? First of all, he's not even 30. Don't matter. It kind of matters. He's he's a more uh, he's more of a high profile person than I am. That doesn't mean anything. And he gets like, away with it. Like he gets it all the time, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh, is that so cute? That's so funny." Like the kid who plays Spider Man's more high profile than you, but he's like twelve, so he gets to laugh at twelve year old jokes. That's that's just the rule. Um, so yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, summer tends to. You think about summer as time off. Summer, summer kind of tightens our schedules in more ways than one. There's travel. There's different obligations. So we're going to do our best to make sure we can stay weekly over the summer. But you know, mm-hmm. you get it as you get it. Um, the good thing is we have all kinds of supplemental content um, with Goose Down. With I just want to tell stories, and we'll, we'll talk about all kinds of stuff that we have going um, as we get going. But yeah, um, let I just the people know tell stories. What's that? We'll get there. Oh, okay. Um, let people know what you've been up to the last couple of weeks. Well, school's finally out, so them kids are gone. Out of here. That's awesome. Uh, we've been doing the strength conditioning program. Uh, just, you know, just simple shit like that. Just really just getting ready for, um, you know, working out the kids, uh, middle and high school kids. Um, you know, just getting ready for the upcoming, uh, you know, sports season. What about you? Um, Stuff. Stuff. Um, seeing movies because it's summer. Um mm. You know, it's, it's been work. It's it, kind of the regular stuff. Like, my, my schedule kind of stays the same, even with the summer. You have a different group of students who need different things. Like, I had to write a letter for a girl who works at Disney so she could take summer classes. Because, basically, she described Disney as, like, Disney internship as slavery to me. <laughs> she was like, yo, you have to write a letter on official letterhead so that they can let me come home early for the summer. I was like, you can't just go. You can't show me schedule. She's like, no, they have to see it from you. So, yeah, basically, I signed somebody's freedom papers. Um, what, so that was cool. What, what internship <laughs> is not slavery? Um, well, yeah, but it's also Disney who's just bought, like, every company known to man. So it makes it, like, worse. Like, well, Disney you asshole yeah yeah when they when they unfreeze you it's not going to be like captain america it's going to be more like i don't know captain yugoslavia we're going to get you out of here for the for good for good i have so much like tv to talk about and i don't even want to get into detail about it but that's going to be i think a focus of this episode mm-hmm. um so talking about tv let's talk about the big thing in tv okay the toronto raptors win the nba title oh yeah that's, i saw so the game i saw the last game at the bar yeah that's that's the thing and i I kind of want you to talk about that, but I feel like it's going to turn into like a mudslide pretty quick. Um, 
No, not from my end. No. Well, no, no, of course yeah. not from you. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But we, we kind of had that conversation. Um, so let's, I guess let's start just with the timeline. Um, I think of Game 1 Western Conference Finals two years ago. I think that's kind of where this story starts. Yeah. Um, you know, Kawhi Leonard coming off of an injury, um, you know, gets hurt Western Conference semis against Houston. That's to miss the last game. Um, plays game one, uh, goes up for a jumper, lands on uh, Zaza Pachulia's foot. And is out for the rest of the series, rest of the season. Um, and then, you know, he has this lingering injury. Mm-hmm. And he feels one way about the injury. Um, team doctors show another way about the injury. Hearsay there, hearsay here. Um, and it leads to him not returning to the team and his camp all but demanding a trade. Um, leads to he and Danny Green being traded to Toronto for DeMar Rosen and um, Yaka Portal. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of plays his way masterfully through the NBA playoffs, eliminating notably uh, Philadelphia and Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, wins the NBA title in six games is – the third player to ever be Finals MVP for two different teams um, has you know a, a great series. Plays great basketball like he's been playing ever since he won Finals MVP in San Antonio. Um, yeah, like we've I feel like we've beat the subject to death. Um, no, you can never beat this one to death because there's some people that try and revive it and they revive it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I think what it um, what it comes down to for me, and I've been trying to kind of makes sense of it if you've only known kind of one style i think that you here's the best example so my stepfather mm-hmm. is a spurs fan but we'll let you know he only watches spurs basketball i think if your entire sample size is one nba franchise you believe that's the only way to go. That's the only way to be successful. The way that they do things is the only way it can possibly be right. Yeah. And I think a lot of teams or fans of teams in small markets feel the same way. Most notably, our team from all small mark, all small market, our small market, small market, yeah. because they've been the most successful small market team. You know, it's it's. I mean, in football, are there really small markets? Like, I just think that the way that a team is built, the way... I mean, Jacksonville is kind of a small market. Well, what I mean is, like, Green Bay being one of the most successful franchises in NFL history... Probably, yeah, a small area. ...is yeah. a small... So, so mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know if you can really say, like... I don't, if you're successful, you're not a small market. Like, Green Bay, because they've been great successful. Great way to say it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they've been successful. They're okay. not a small market. But a team like Buffalo or... Jacksonville, they haven't really, not had yeah, they haven't success. had that kind of success. Yeah. They're still small markets. And I think yeah. that's what I was relating it to. Like, yep. you, I don't know if you're a small market once you have a certain amount of success. Exactly. So, um, when something like a player is injured and your team doctors says that he say that he's not, and one of your team's, uh, you know, legends says that he's not. Um, sometimes you tend to side with them, and you think less of that player. I think a lot of people decided to side with. 
management with Kawhi Leonard's injury. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of people are very, very bitter sports fans. Um, I don't know if I don't know if the the fans rallying around him and saying, "Hey, we believe you're right. Take your time." I don't know if that would have changed anything. Like, I I don't know. But what I do know, hey little guy, let me get that for me. There we go. I have I have a a newly neutered puppy who needs a lot of attention right now. So he's trying to play with toys as close to us as possible. So <laughs> trying to put a Put a Knicks on that. But, yeah, I, I think that people would have at least felt better about where they stand. Because I got to admit, it was kind of tough for me watching the finals. Because, like, of course I want them to be successful. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, we dropped the ball and I have to watch somebody else that, reap that the benefits. That in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. And and, and he's stellar and he's only going to get better. And, and God bless him. You know? Yeah. And, and, and no, no ill will towards him, but... Tell me what you were hearing in the bar, game six, when a former Spur <laughs> clinches the NBA Finals and becomes Finals MVP. So, uh, well, j- just to be straight, at-, at the very beginning, all this happened. I, I'll admit, I kind of tended to send with Matt side. I'm sorry with management, but then, you know, just talking to the group chat, it made a lot more sense. Like, you know, Briss, shout out Briss. He's always said, hey. Kawhi knows his body better than anybody else, and that's true. You know, you you know if you're if you're ready. You know, even though the team doctors that anybody can say whatever, but at the end of the day, they're not in his body. So I go to the bar, and uh, I go there because one of my uh, one of my friends, she was uh, she's working there, and they had three dollar you call. This was like absolutely there, <laughs> and so um, you know I'm sitting there, you know, watching the game, and the and everybody's in there. Fuck Kawhi, man, man, you know, fucking pussy, this and this. And I go, guys, you gotta understand, like. You know, Kawhi knows his body better than anybody else. Yeah, but still, man, the doctor said, okay, that's fine. Like, the doctor said what they want. But if he feels he's not ready, he's not ready. I go, case in point, look at Kevin Durant. Even though the his previous injury, I guess, had nothing to do um, with uh, Achilles tendon. But still, he probably wasn't really ready. He got pressured. And now look what happened. That shit's torn. So, we're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, but let, let's get there. Um, so after, you know, winning his second finals MVP, winning his second championship mm-hmm. in three, uh, you know, in three attempts, or in three finals appearances, mm-hmm. um, two-time defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. uh, I think three-time all-star at this point. Um, He's the only player to win a finals MVP in both conferences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of um, makes the man. So, so with, with all that, where do you rank him? Among NBA players. And it doesn't have to be a numbered ranking, but is he top five? Is he top ten? Oh, he's he's definitely top three at this point. I would I'm say top three. I would say I would say top five, because because mm-hmm. I'm you know, would have to look at very specifics, but it's some combination of LeBron, Steph, K D, Kawhi, and James Harden. I would say those are my five. Yeah. You know, um it definitely, you know, even if somebody nudges him out for whatever reason, I think he's still top ten. Um, but he's, I'd say, top five right now. Yeah, and and only getting better. Like he's only going to develop mm-hmm. into a better player as long as health stays well. Um, here's a question. Okay. Now that he has a championship, is Kyle Lowry a Hall of Famer? No. Well, oh, let me let's talk about it. So Kyle Lowry has been the butt of a lot of jokes. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on the butt because yeah. he has a wagon. Um, <laughs> you know. 
quietly because he plays in the Eastern Conference and he plays in Toronto. Like he's really had a really good career. Um, five-time All-Star. He's only made All-NBA one time. Mm-hmm. He's a five-time All-Star. Um, so, and he's how old is the kid? He's thirty-three. So he, he might he maybe has about three to five good year, maybe years yeah, left in him. I think, I'm gonna say what? no. Yeah, five-time All-Star. All-Star doesn't always translate to player ranking. Yeah. I think he'd have to make All-NBA once or twice more. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely going into whatever Toronto's Hall of Claw of Fame, whatever that is. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, no. He's, so, yeah. he's in that for sure. Um, I, no, he he probably is just kind of like, no, never mind. I, I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers on it. Because by the time y'all get this, it'll be Monday morning. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cause anybody to have an accident Well, of what I was about to say. <laughs> Okay, fine. Um, Serge Ibaka. Um, there's that infamous picture, and there's a bunch of promo pics, but mm-hmm. um, him, KD, Westbrook, and James Harden. Um, now, all four of them have at least won an MVP or an NBA championship. Um, they Only one pair did that together because... Uh, what they were there when I think I don't know all three of them were there, but definitely KD and Westbrook were there when KD won the MVP. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah all three right. of the other mm-hmm. guys have won MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and KD and Ibaka have won um, ring championships, yeah. So people say that OKC dropped the ball on that whole system, I don't think they did because. I don't see a scenario where you get the best Westbrook, the best Harden, and the best Kevin Durant at the same time. I don't. Because I think James Harden was too good to be a six-man. Like, the scenario where he torched us in 2012 when we were the the best passing team I'd ever seen. And he came in and torched us and and just could do anything. I think that Manu Ginobili and Lou Will are so unique. In that they relish in playing that role, and I don't think most players can say, "Hey, I'm probably, if not the best, I know I'm a top three player on this team. Why aren't I starting?" Because not being a starter does affect things like endorsements, does affect things like uh, shoe deals, all kinds of contracts, um, bag, social yeah. my fault, social my stuff bad. you can do. Like it does affect a lot, yeah. and I don't think that, as a matter of fact, I think you know. Ginobili, part of that, I think, has to do with him already being a big success overseas and, you know, him not being – because what, Manu's 40? Give He's 40 now, yeah. But, I mean, his his skill set was very unique. Oh, absolutely. But what I'm saying is he was an older player when he came to the league. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, you know, young. Like, he wasn't, like, up, like 33. But he was an older player, more mature coming into a system that was already very successful. Mm-hmm. So I think that for him, it might have been a bit easier to relish in that role knowing that he'd have his moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like a James Harden, I don't think he could do that. And I, I, I genuinely don't think that... And you know, Westbrook's my favorite player. I don't think you can have Westbrook and KD. And I think we saw as good as that can get when they should have beat Golden State. And I just don't think that those personalities... You couldn't get more out of what you got out of it. Unless KD hit a few more shots, but I just don't think that was a long-term success. So, yeah, there we are. 
Yeah, I mean, that, but that's just uh, one of those situations to where, you know, if they share the rock, you're going to be all right. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, and, and that's the thing. And I understand, like, you know, at the point at that time when you're in the NBA, you're looking out for, to, to, um, to an extent, you're looking out for numero uno. And I get that, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously you want to secure the bag. You want to, like you said, get your endorsements mm-hmm. or whatever. But I feel like if they were to just kind of put their ego aside and just kind of share the rock a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, maybe if Westbrook takes less shots, takes a couple less shots, mm-hmm. Katie, Katie and James Harden, obviously, if they were to take more shots, I, I think OKC is the powerhouse at this point if they all stay together. James Harden would have cut his career earnings in half. If yeah, stay true. That's and true. I, I think that's, that's true. Like, like I, I understand the but selflessness. Now, but he's gonna he's gonna limp his way. At some point, he's gonna begin to limp his way into retirement, kind of like sure. the way Kobe did. Now, but, that whole freak show. Here's what I'd say about that too. Yeah, I think that even though I don't think that's a system that can ever win a championship, mm-hmm. I think we're seeing him maximize James yeah. Harden. Like it's it's James Harden, then it's everybody else. It's not two K. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, it's real life. And so, if you look at, like, that team in 2K, mm-hmm. you'd be like, no, kill everybody. You can't do anything with me. I got shooters everywhere. But it's, you know, you're filling out the stat sheet in 2K. You don't have to go home. And you don't have to sign deals, like we said. So, so yeah, yeah I, it, it's nice to think about what could have been. I mm-hmm. think we saw what could have been. And, and, hey, all those guys, I think, got the thing that they won. Of course, everybody wants a championship. But I, I think we're seeing them all flourish one way or another. So, you know. Yeah, and it, uh, yeah, and it's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I guess like to me, it's just kind of painful because like you know, Res- Westbrook, he's been hurt a few times. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I just don't want to see these guys limp, limp their way into retirement, you know, and mm-hmm. grossly have one of one of these like you know, um, ridiculous, you know, uh, freak show, you know, tours or whatever for retirement, like like the way like D Wade and Kobe did. Like that, yeah. that's just that's gross. That's ugly. Yeah. Like I don't want that for anybody. I remember when the Spurs won the title in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and God rest the dead. I got to celebrate with my man, John. Um, you know, I was downtown, 6th Street, drinking champagne out of a literal trophy. It was fantastic. Dope. It was a great day. Um, now, me doing that, I don't think anybody had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Why do people have such a problem with the way Drake has been going about his business during the playoffs. Because, and when I say people, I mean you. <laughs> because it's gross. He's taken away from the players. He's literally, he's like the unofficial cheerleader bopper. Like it's, and I understand he's from Toronto. That's his mm-hmm. hometown. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like you're you're taken away from the actual people who are putting in the work. He's just kind of taking the credit. Like even though he's very popular, but he's kind of also jumping on that shit too. I think that, and I don't disagree with a word you said. Yeah. I think that most fans with the same amount of access would mm-hmm. be just as insufferable. I, and most. Not, not me and you. Yeah. But most. I think people, because if I look at how people talk on Twitter, if I look at how yeah, people show up they, to they these all, games. Because there's this gross, you know, attitude of today where, you know, you're chasing clout. You, you, you no, want, no, 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 no. It's, it's not today. Fu- Remember, I'm, I'm, I grew up a Washington football fan yeah. where there was a row of men who used to show up to every game dressed like old women in pigs. I guess what they did. Mm-hmm. If you would have told them they could have got a TV show based on that, their asses would have been smack dab on TV. Like, it, it, that's fandom. Like, I... And, yeah, and, but they also know their they they know the role that they're not right on the goddamn fifty yard line in front and you know jumping out and you know and touching these coaches doing shit they're not doing that they're 
like you said, they're dressing up like women and pigs. Mm-hmm. They're cheering on their team. I see nothing wrong with that. But if they had the money, they I, that's and that's my biggest yeah. thing. I think if people had the access, more people would be like Drake. And so, but it, that's it, the thing. But we don't need that. We shouldn't have that. Like, it shouldn't matter how much oh, money oh, you have. Oh, and there star should power. be less of that. I a hundred percent agree yeah. with you. And it's gross. I, I just think it's that, gross that every, that people are glo- are, you know, they're 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 embracing it. It's it's kind of like the way like there's a lot of people that, you know, they aspire to be like our mm-hmm. current president. And but, which is gross behavior too. It's like it's disgusting. But you, I mean, you coach though. Yeah. You can't tell me there aren't parents who act, who don't act like Drake acts. Oh, they don't do that shit not with me because I'll shut that. I shut that shit down real uh, quick. I, I, stop you, game. But, I stop the game. I stop the game and I say no. I'd be like, you better tell me you cut the shit. But exactly. Yeah. But you can't tell me you don't see it. They do this. This is what people do. Well, they they shout they shout from their end. But if anybody were to get anywhere near it, I'll I'll literally stop the game and be like, and pull the ref's and be like, nope. You need to either tell them they need to sit down. They need to get the fuck out of here because it's not happening. Like I said, well, we're not doing it because you're taking away from the kids. The the game it's about the kids, about them having fun, getting better at their sport. It's not about you know uh, someone stands a parent acting ass, you know, looking like hey look at me because now you're taking away from that. Like you know Drake, he's not running them suicides on the court. He's not shooting threes. He's not shooting free throws. He, he's Drake, he, he's not taking five hundred shots every day. He got fake abs so that he would not have to run those suicides. Um, so let's talk about the flip side of this. Okay. Toronto wins the championship in six games. Yeah. Golden State loses it. And they don't just lose that. They lose a lot. Um, Kevin Durant gets hurt yep. during the Western Conference Finals. They He'll still be out pull for about a year. Well, they still pull it out. Yeah. He comes back to play in game five. Yeah. And tears his Achilles. That's it. He's out pretty much all the majority next season. After an Achilles tear. Yeah. Two players... In NBA history, have had their player player efficiency rating go up. One of those players had his efficiency rating go up from like eight point one to eight point eight. So it wasn't you know he's like a role player okay. didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. You know the one player to average double digits in player efficiency rating for their career for their per to actually go up after an Achilles tear. Is it Kobe? Rudy Gay. Oh. The only player. Like, Rudy Gay is that freak of, like, nature who, like, we talk about is uh, is Kyle Lowry going to be a Hall of Famer. Rudy Gay is going to be a Hall of Famer. And it's going to be weird because you're not going to be able to point to any one stop. He was a star. Um, you're not going to be able to point to any one moment of his career that he stood out. He was just good. Yeah. He was just kind of good everywhere. Never really fit into a, into a role to where, like, in his prime where he could take a team deep into the playoffs, just wasn't meant to be. But he's going to be like, and, and granted, I'm not saying Rudy Gay is Vince Carter because Vince Carter's a unicorn. But oh, it's going to be something yeah. similar where you look back and you can't think of actual games where he just did crazy stuff, but you're going to remember Vince Carter's dunk contest. You're going to remember his Olympic stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he was great forever, so he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. It's kind of going to be the same thing with Rudy Gay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they lose uh, Kevin Durant if he resigns for a year. Wherever he signs, he's mm-hmm. not playing there next year. Exactly. Um, yeah. Clay Thompson um, on a clean play from Danny Green. Again, Danny Green's superpower is his ability to chase down uh, fast break dunks and layups. Like he's just really good at that. He goes up to block a dunk from behind. Clay comes down wrong and tears his MCL. So he's out at the very least until March. 
Um, so if he's lucky, and again, if he's lucky, depending he, on the rehab. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the at the very yeah. least, there he might if not play next season. Also, yeah. so yeah, I would probably because by by the time what you only have really just one month left of the season, might as well just sit it out. So Golden sure State, 100%. Yeah. Golden State is, is in this unique position where if they re-sign the two of them, they can't really sign anybody else, and so basically they're looking at taking a redshirt year. Um, after five straight NBA Finals. Um, it would be Clay. It would be Dre. They could re-sign Boogie to a one-year or longer. But who? Sean Livingston, I think his contract's up. You can't really name anybody else. I could have swore I read somewhere that Boogie pretty much kind of put something up where he's kind of showing hints that he's out of there. Well, I saw him say he'd be anxious to do it again. But but yeah. regardless, like yeah. he was on a one-year deal anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, And who knows if – because he didn't really have any lift all season when he did play back in the playoffs. So who knows? But – um, he had he got hurt too, right? Well, he he, yeah, he got hurt yeah. um, during at the end towards the yeah, end of the season. That's right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's Jesus. look at it. Yeah, five years, mm-hmm. five straight finals appearances, mm-hmm. three titles. Yeah, um, seventy three win season, uh, no championship, but most regular season wins in a season. Um, two MVPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of all star appearances, a bunch of all NBA all teams, um, or all NBA teams. Um, of course, you know, Dre finished second twice, I want to say. Um, definitely top three twice for defensive player of the year. Uh, looking back on it, where, what, what do you remember about this Golden State dynasty? Like, what's the standout of it? Just shooting, shooting a shit ton of threes, and that's about it. And, and have yeah. that, that's pretty much that's all they do. They, they just yeah. do. They just shot a lot of well, threes, they and change. they went in. Yeah. When, when Kevin Durant came, I think they changed a little bit. Like they finally had somebody who can kind of go mid range. Yeah. Um, my thing is this: um, great five year run. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I can't mean, take that away. I of course like immediately compare it to San Antonio from 03 to 07. Um, where they also won three titles. Now, only three finals appearances, but three titles. Uh, Tim Duncan won one MVP because he won 02 and 03, right? He won 99 as well? No, just just the MVPs. Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think, finals I, think, I think it was 02 and 03, so they get one MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Duncan is two finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. Tony Parker has one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, missed the finals in 06 by a bad mono decision, but you live with that. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's right up there. Um, I, I don't think that it's higher than San Antonio's five-year run. And it's not just being a homer. Um, kind of the thing to me is your – I think of Steph as the cornerstone of that franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. No stuff, no rings pretty much Steph, how that goes. Yeah, but Steph went through there with no finals MVPs. Yeah. I, I think that that matters in his all-time record. We'll talk about that in a second. But mm-hmm. – um, you and I'm, I, I don't think that they did anything wrong, but I think that when you add a Kevin Durant to that after after a 73 win season, it doesn't lessen like there's no such thing as an asterisk on a ring. That's not real. Like people get hurt all the time unless the ref shot somebody and then called a foul on the other team. Like then, you know, <laughs> there's no asterisk on yeah. a championship. No, I, I agree with um, that. Yeah, but, but I do think that. That much changeover for your roster, like Harrison Barnes for Kevin Durant, and for Kevin Durant to come in and win the next two Finals MVPs, I think it 
It, again, it doesn't lessen it. It just makes me think of it different than a team like a San Antonio with a five-year run mm-hmm. that had that same core intact. Like, they didn't add Shaq. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they, they didn't put they, Braun on at, at, the th- at the three and then have him, Tony, Manu, and Steven Jackson, and, you know, yeah, it wasn't the case. They, they literally kind of drafted their guys, you know, or signed the, you know, uh, undrafted free agents kind of people. They, they literally built their... They went and got the best player in the league, or a top two player in the league, after they already had probably three top 15 players. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I think it's, you know... Hell, you get to build a new arena based off that. A bunch of guys are making a lot of money based off that. A bunch of executives got new roles. A bunch of coaches got moved up. Great. Um, I think of it as a team that had a great five-year run that probably underachieved a little bit. Um, I think they should have won. It's weird to say that. They should have won that championship, the 73-win season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many things had to go wrong. Um, but, you know, I think of that. And then I think of this season. You always think of what could have been. They had, like, a lot of injuries. Um, now, to flip that, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I think that there was, and it could still happen, but Steph Curry winning finals MVP, I think put him in the conversation with Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Um, I don't think that happens now. Because Kobe won MVP, five titles. Two finals MVPs, right? Mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, five titles, two MVPs, four finals MVPs. Steph Curry, two MVPs, three titles, no finals MVPs. Like, I do Which is think not, yeah, it, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, I do think that's a stamp on a top, when you start talking about these top five, top 10, top 15 conversations, I think that. When you start to separate why this guy isn't this guy, I think that's there. You know, um, it would have been something if he had pulled out the championship this year. Because then I think you start talking about, damn, Steph might be top five all time. Like, look what he, look what he was up against, and look what he did. Yeah, but I mean, and it's crazy because, and it's, it's like I said, if there's no Curry, like Golden State is not in that position that they're in that they've been in these past five years. Like, Steph Curry is pretty much. Like you said, the, the cornerstone behind all of that. It doesn't matter they have KD or mm-hmm. Clay Thompson or whatever. Like the, those guys, they, they don't matter. It's all that's being led by Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Like if anybody's going to retire there, you feel like it's him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Like, do you have to get rid of a Draymond Green who's been great for so long and guarded one through five for you to bring in some more offense? Because what we've seen is, um, with Clay. You had a bunch of you could just go Steph and Clay and and shoot and shoot and shoot because Clay played his ass off till he got hurt. But I don't think that you can keep Draymond and win this season. Ooh, if that's you're going to make me say it, aren't you? Go ahead. Clay's the most expendable one out of all of them. Yeah, well, I mean, he no, is, and yeah, and let, but, let me let me uh, put out there, okay? This is why he's the most expendable. This is why to me it's kind of like. Ugh. And I'm probably you're probably gonna get a lot of DMs, and that's fine because because again they like to go after you, they don't like to go after me. But he's all time greatest role player. Sure, he's not he's, <laughs> he's not asked to produce until he's asked yeah. to produce, and, and he does it. But and he, here's here's why he has his numbers. Mm-hmm. If you have on the floor, KD, Curry, Draymond, him, and who who's the other one? Would it be uh, Iguodala? Mm-hmm. 
Who's the out of the out of that five? Who'd you be well, least worried about? Yeah, I'll I'm say, least worried about him. I, and, and I <laughs> I would say go look at his numbers. The 73 yeah. win season mm-hmm. when they didn't have Kevin Durant, he's he's lights out. But 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 um, regardless of how we feel about him, yeah, I think that like I said, he's a great player. Yeah, for but I think that you keep a great shooter over an aging defender. That's me mm-hmm. because I, I think that. As good as Draymond Green is, but they have shooters already. Who they have plenty of shooters. Who KD's a shooter. Steph's Andre Iguodala is a hundred years old. But well, he, he can still play. No, but again, yeah, KD he can still... is not. KD's also out for a season. Yeah, and, and KD has aspirations to be the guy somewhere. Clay doesn't have that. So so it even mm-hmm. feeds into what you're saying. Like true, Clay doesn't seem to have an issue being the second option. Clay's issue is being the third option or the well, fourth option. Hold on. Mm-hmm. He definitely got ass hurt when he didn't make the all M- any any all NBA team. Because he lost thirty million dollars. That wasn't that wasn't pride. That was money. <laughs> yeah, well, I would be I mean, ass hurt too. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't yeah. That was a, a, literally a money thing. Oh, and, and that's why. Well, that him, makes a lot of sense, yeah. and I'd be upset too. Yeah, that's but. why him resigning is like. But but again, I, I think that maybe you're going a bit heavy, but I don't totally disagree. Yeah. That, that, I mean, but, just me personally, I would keep Draymond just because like you said he can play defense. I, but I, I, I need we need you need defense. But I feel like they might get twenty games in and be eleven and nine, scoring ninety four points a game, and Steph having to put up forty. Like you can't <laughs> name the rest of those guys. And, and people develop, people get better. You never yeah. know. But we'll see. Um, so let's close out basketball with this. Okay. The Lakers successfully traded for Anthony Davis. They did. They had to get rid of Lonzo. Ingram and Josh, Hart. and Josh Hart and three first round picks. Yeah, including this year's number four. Yep. So which means uh, New Orleans has number one and number four. Yeah, New Orleans has a, a great system or great scenario coming up. LA is looking like they want to win now. Well, that's their goal, but are they going to win now? And New Orleans still might go forty one and forty one. Yeah, like, like <laughs> which do, is crazy. Do you think it's, I mean, it's a great move for New Orleans. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they got you, younger. You got rid of a guy who didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. and you already had the number one pick, and you got a chance to to get young. You have Lonzo mm-hmm. Ball, who I think is really good. Like, watch him passer. play. Yeah, like, absolutely, yeah. I think he's a, a good all If he were to guard. never take a shot again but just pass. He'd be fine. Yeah, oh, he'd be. Mm-hmm. He, he's fucking amazing. Um, I just think it's crazy that I don't know what the hell LeVar Ball has been smoking, but I want some of that. <laughs> Man, literally, did you see that? Do you see that clip? Yeah. Literally said, "L.A.'s okay." So he wasn't really he wasn't really too wrong with that when he said L.A. still never gonna win a title again. I mean that that could that's still debatable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I right now I would say he's right as of right now. I mean that could probably change. The thing where he was definitely you know he smoking something where he said if you were to put all three of the ball kids together, Lakers would be successful, unstoppable. No, no. We, we we don't we know that one of them is bad. <laughs> we we yes. the jury's out on the other one. <laughs> so no, we're good. Thank you, Lavar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> happy Father's Day, Lavar. Exactly. We see you doing your thing. Yes. Um, Stay involved in your kids' lives. Do what? Do the Lakers make the playoffs? If if Kawhi Leonard stays in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. do the Lakers make the playoffs? Because like you know, San Antonio's making the playoffs because yep. this is what they do. Yep. So San Antonio, mm-hmm. Denver. Yeah, Portland. We might have to talk about Houston, but Houston, Golden State, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else we got? Utah. 
I didn't say Utah, but Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. Sacramento almost won, almost got in this and they're, year. They're getting better. And yes, they're getting, they're better. getting better. So Sacramento. And then I, LA, maybe. You still I have think, the Clippers. You still have the, the Lakers. Thing. Yeah. The think about the Clippers. Is it Clippers make the playoffs this year? If Kawhi goes to the Clippers, they make the playoffs. Oh yeah, whatever like, team, whatever team Kawhi goes to, they're making the playoffs. Yeah, they, Hell, they yeah. might win the title. That's the thing. Like I think he's that good. Whatever team he like, goes to, he he, if, he literally yeah. took a subpar Toronto team and gave him a title. What if he just signs one year deals <laughs> everywhere? Might as well. Start I mean, collecting I mean, where do you, he tells his, his girl and his two kids, where do you guys want to live this year? And he just go here and win a championship. And he just go home, goes home, packs up. <laughs> but I mean, I think it would be it would be cool for Toronto if he stayed in Toronto. But hey, man, kid, do what you want. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, big big shout out Kawhi Leonard. Um, all you San Antonio Spurs fans to hang out at the Pearl. You know, just stay at the Pearl. Get out of get out of uh, the sports realm. We have Dejounte guys. It'll be fine. Um, so. <laughs> OJ Simpson's on Twitter. Hell yeah, I'm here. OJ, I followed him immediately. OJ Simpson's on Twitter, and OJ's tagline was like, "Yo, got a lot of people I need to holler at. Got a lot of people I need to take care of. Y'all been talking. Y'all been talking about me. Got some people I need to come see. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> OJ, you can't say that. Sure, he can. Everybody can say what, that what except if, you, OJ. What if he wants to just make a phone call to them? Maybe that's what's talking call about. Call them in. Call me though. You don't need to come see me, OJ. Don't at me. Don't quote me. <laughs> don't DM me. Why not? There's Dog. nothing wrong. Dog. There's uh, nothing wrong. OJ. Maybe he just wants to get out with somebody to make the make the new uh, uh make the new scream. <laughs> maybe make make, a, make the new naked gun movies. I don't know. Oh, Reboot my, it. Yeah, that's what OJ needs. Somebody naked and a gun again. <laughs> oh. So um, one thing I did do over the weekend, me and um, me. My man Jeff Jones, D Palm, and Rich Fan got together. Mm-hmm. We finally put a nail in the coffin that is the X Men franchise. Um, so I won't even do a whole lot of this on my show. I'm going to tell you guys to go listen to Jeff versus the World. You can find that on SoundCloud. If you follow me on SoundCloud, I'm sure I'm going to repost the episode as it comes up and tweet about it a whole bunch. But basically, you know how you hate comic book movies? Mm hmm. The people who made this movie also hate comic book movies. <laughs> and that's why it was so bad. I've never seen somebody so ashamed about something they were producing. Um, none of the relationships seemed natural. They didn't follow anything from the books. They were ashamed to use comic uniforms, so put them all in Burlington Coat Factory jumpsuits. Um, everything about it was bad. I'm glad it's done. I know I talk about Disney being this evil empire, but... If you, was it bad like the new Aladdin? I didn't see the, the new Aladdin. No. Um, okay. But we talk about Disney being an evil empire and buying up everything. Yep. This is a scenario where if you loved it, they wouldn't come take it. Like, CPS isn't really the bad guys. The people who let their kids dance on top of stoves naked, they're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. We, we, let's identify who the real villains are, people. And it's nobody in the X-Men movies because they literally had two movies where they really weren't bad guys. Um, it was just bullshit, so I'm glad it's done. Um, Black Mirror. You don't watch Black Mirror. Mm-mm. Black Never Mirror. Um, oh, my God. So Black Mirror is like the biggest series on Netflix. Um, basically, it's about how technology is evil, more or less. It's kind of like a Tales for the Crypt for iPhones. 
Um, and this episode was only three seasons. Or three, um, this, this season was only three episodes. Okay. Gosh, I'm rusty at this. I'm mixing up Th- This is, uh, this is, uh, I noticed y'all been talking about something about, like, Xbox and okay. fucking or whatever. I'm like, huh? So, okay. the first episode is about a family of two daughters, roughly the same age, okay. who lost their mother, I believe, to cancer. One girl clings to super girly things, like pop culture and pop music, most notably a pop star named Ashley O, played by Miley Cyrus. The other daughter went the other way. She's super into, you know, that hard rock, Janis Joplin shit. Like, you know, they each found different ways to cope with their mother's passing. Ashley O is the biggest pop star ever, and... Again, Smiley Cyrus. So as I tell you this story, kind of understand where I'm coming from. Oh, uh, I think I get um, ready to, but yeah. Her aunt is her manager. Everything looks great. Um, and it turns out, like, she's basically evil Joe Jackson. Now, for me to call her evil Joe Jackson. Holy shit. Wait, you're talking about <laughs> Joe Jackson? Yeah. Joe? Wow. She's evil Joe Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She has her signed to, she has her soul t- signed to her 360, basically. It's crazy. So, um... It's about how her aunt is manipulating her left and right all through this, right? And, uh, oh, Jeff literally just posted the track as I'm talking about it. Hi, Jeff. Nice. Um, So she's manipulating her. They have her super drugged up in order to make her kind of follow their bidding and to produce the type of music that they want her to. Normally, she actually produces, like, kind of good music. Okay. But there's an Ashley O doll that's basically like Siri that one of the girls gets. Um, and she kind of lashes onto the dolls like her best friend. All right. I'm not going to get into the, the real specifics of the episode, but basically it was to show Miley Cyrus is actually human. And so I hated the episode because it was all Miley propaganda. And you and I, um, you know, coming from like hip hop culture and knowing how she's used that to try to rebuild her character over and over again mm-hmm. and denounced it and came back when they didn't want her back on the white side. Um, yeah, was not here for it. The episode Boo, you're Miley. interested in. Yeah. Because um, there's a third episode with Topher Grace. It's really cool about this guy who was basically social media and driving and killed his fiance and just wanted to talk to somebody about it. It's really interesting, but you don't care. Let's talk about striking vipers. The hell is that? Yeah, it does sound like a euphemism, doesn't it? Sounds like a board game. Two guys. Um, one played by Anthony Mackie. Uh, Anthony Mackie being uh, Falcon in the Marvel movies. Um, the new Captain America now. And by the guy who plays Black Mana in Aquaman. So these two big-time black super or comic movie stars right <laughs> they're buddies uh from high school and or in college and you know they play street fighter basically together right mm-hmm. and it fast forwards to 10 15 years later when they're old guys like us and life's not fun anymore uh one of them's a record exec who's having this meaningless unfulfilling sex in his life the other one is like a family man who loves his wife, loves his kids, but is just bored with everything, right? One of them comes to the other one's birthday party and buys him Fighting Vipers, like the new version, but it's VR now, so you can jump into the game. Yeah. They get on one night and they're playing the game, and they start making out during the game as characters. 
one of them's a guy, one of them's like a female character. It's like Ryu and Chun Li, and they start making out, and they get freaked out. They leave. So he's like, "Oh, we were wilding out." Then they get back in the game and they start fucking. <laughs> they start fucking all the time in the game. <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> it's pretty heavy. So um, this carries on for a while, and. They have to stop because the one guy wants to be good to his family. And. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold, wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on. Bring it, you be, you be, you be, bring it back. Okay. Are they legit fucking or just VR fucking? Just VR fucking. And one of them's a girl the whole time. They're just VR fucking. So what's that to do with the family and everything? Like. Well, it's interesting you say that. Yes. So. Uh, um, I, I, I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> um. And, <laughs> They feel, uh, you know, one of them feels bad. So his wife kind of notices that he's being distant. Mm-hmm. And um, they go, you go to their anniversary where somebody hits on his wife before he gets there to dinner. And she kind of turns it away and she voices her displeasure. So you know what the end game is in all this? What is it? The two guys get together to try to figure out if they actually have feelings for each other. Um, and then they meet up one night and kiss, and guess what? They don't. There's really nothing there. And so, you know what the ultimate resolution is? What is it? Once a year, they log on, and they play the game, and they have sex in the game. And once a year, his wife gets to go out and cheat on him. That's the resolution. <sighs> any, any, anything you want to add to that? I hate everybody. Anybody who watched, I hate y'all. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know. Like, what the hell? We tried to have a conversation about it. Like, well, does this mean they're actually gay or something? I'm like, oh, I don't think so. I think sexuality is a spectrum, and it's not really for us to say. And I think that's why they included the scene where they got together and kissed and didn't feel anything. They just like to be dirty on the internet. I, I and again, you know, I exist in a space where there are men who pretend to be women wrestling fans in order to get likes on Twitter. So everybody's kind of weird. I hate everybody. Kind that's, of. that's how you do episode 69, the fighting vipers. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, what we got coming up this week? Um, of course, this episode will be out. Mm-hmm. New episode of Goose Down. You guys go out and check out The Night of the Living Dummy. It was a lot of fun to do. Oh, nice. um, not this week. Not this week, but in a few weeks, you're going to have I Just Want to Tell Stories. Now, what is that? Um, our buddy Joe from... Um, for Lovers Only. Yeah, from For Lovers Only, for, from the Mahogany Project. I stole my third um, goddamn drink. <laughs> came to me about the series he wanted to do, Interviewing Creatives. So we got together over the weekend. Um, we did the first three episodes. He actually wants to do a release party for it. So maybe we that might turn into like a bigger South Congress thing. Um, so we'll release you up party, details eh? about that. Um, it's funny. Girl Peanut has a crush on one of the guests, and it was really <laughs> cute. Um, but yeah, South Congress podcast, episode 69. My name is Cameron. I'm Peanut. You're still laughing about that. Hey, if Gronk gets too, so do I, goddammit. We're signing off. Bye, guys. Bye. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. 
Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. 